So you went over on your macros. Well, now what? The first step to moving forward, as with anything, is to understand why. So the most common reason reasons I typically see are because you either A, didn't plan your meals to meet your macros in the first place, B, you didn't follow your plan, whether deliberately or intentionally, C, you might have picked the wrong entry in MyFitnessPal, whether it was listed lower in your app and causing you to have overeaten in reality, or it was listed higher and gave you a false alarm of being over, or D, If you find that you are constantly going over on your macros, you might have them set too low. If you got your macros using an online calculator, this is probably true. So here's what not to do. First of all, I don't want you freaking out, getting upset, or overreacting. No matter what, every time I make a mistake, whether that be cooking or a typo on one of my Instagram posts or whatever, I will be the first to get upset over it. But it's because I'm upset and disappointed with myself and nobody else and no other thing. And it's part of being my own worst critic. And I'm sure that you can absolutely relate to that. And I'll tell you in just a little bit about how to get around it. But I just want to say that it's so easy to just feel guilty, to feel like a failure, and to walk around being mopey or mad for the rest of the day because you didn't hit your macros like you said you wanted to. But we can be stronger than that. It's a choice that we have. We can either sit and sulk and say, poor me, or we can do something about it. Or we can do at least both, right? But if you're listening to this, I want you to make a promise to yourself that you're going to do something more than just feel guilty next time. But before we get into all of that, there are three more things that you shouldn't do when you go over on your macros. So first is do not purge. This not only includes vomiting, but things like laxative and fasting. Two, do not make a promise that you won't eat tomorrow because that's only going to set up a negative relationship with food. And three, do not punish yourself with exercise. Again, I think you all know why these things won't help you in the long run and that they'll only further develop a poor relationship with food. So here's what you should do. Always take this as a learning opportunity. As I was saying before, no matter what, every time I make a mistake, my boyfriend reminds me, it's okay, you're learning. And even though I know it deep down inside, hearing someone else say it, it's almost like this external permission to not be so hard on myself. So ask yourself these five questions. First, did you log everything accurately? I can't tell you how many times I check on my clients' food journals and they have an entry whose macros are just way off. For example, one of my clients accidentally logged about two ounces of black beans and the entry that she picked was 48 grams of carbs. Now for someone who is new to tracking macros, how are they supposed to know, right? But to the trained eye like mine, I know that two ounces of black beans should be something like nine grams of carbs. So that day she thought she was way over on her carb goals when in reality she was just slightly under. So before you freak out, Make sure that all your entries in MyFitnessPal are accurate. And like I said, this can be pretty hard for a newbie. So that's why it's a good idea to have a coach who is like a second set of eyes for those kinds of things. The second question is, did you put an honest effort into planning it first? If you know anything about my coaching style at all, you know that I'm a big advocate for planning everything first. 
So how on earth do you expect to reach your macros perfectly if you just wing it? You want to know how many times I've done that? Never. I've been tracking macros since like 2014 and I cannot remember one time where I was like, oh, hey, look at that. I got my macros perfect without even trying. This never, ever, ever happens. The third question is, did you actually want to follow it? Right? So Again, if you know anything about my coaching style, you know that I want you to follow a meal plan that you actually enjoy because if you don't enjoy it, then you're not going to want to follow it and then you're going to constantly fall off track, which isn't going to help you get to your goal. Does that sound familiar? It's basically every diet out there. But anyway, because petite women require less calories and therefore less macros, we need to make sure every macro we get is worth it. Number four Did something happen during the day that threw you off track? How can you prevent it next time? Or how can you get around it successfully next time? For example, let's say you forgot your lunch on the kitchen counter. To prevent it from happening, you could set an alarm or write a checklist before leaving your house to make sure that you have everything you need for the day. To get around it successfully next time, you could have a healthy takeout option as backup instead of having that extra slice of pizza in the break room, which caused you to go over on your macros. And the last question, what have I learned about myself in this situation? So this could be something like learning that you don't actually enjoy salad for lunch, or that you're quick to give up in sticky situations. Dig a little deeper than the surface level on this one and really ask yourself why. So once you kind of dug a little deeper, Continue on with the rest of your day and finish strong. Don't just say fuck it for the rest of the day and make it a cheat day. It's definitely easier said than done, but just do your best to climb right back on track. And as always, remember that tomorrow is a new day to start fresh. Don't punish yourself tomorrow for what you did today. Instead, start with a fresh new slate. I always say that counting macros is like playing a game. Every day, you wake up and your score returns to zero, zero, zero. As you eat food, your score increases per category. The goal is not to have the highest score or the lowest score. The goal is to consistently reach your goal score every day. If you don't meet it one day, it's not the end of the world and you don't have to make up for it. You just try again the next day. The ones who win the game the most are the ones who take everything that they learned from the days before and apply it to all the new days going forward. So if you listen to this episode and you're like, okay, I think I need help with either setting my macros or I need someone to just look over what I'm doing from time to time, I highly encourage you to check out my bite-sized and pint-sized coaching programs listed on my website. And I'll put the link for that in the show notes. You can also reach out to me personally at funsize.nutrition on Instagram, and we can talk a little bit more. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Did you know that there is a path of least resistance to shedding unwanted body fat and building lean muscle with a lot less stress and frustration than you probably currently already have? Girl, I totally get that and I've been there and there's been so many coaches and programs that have claimed that they could help me but they never really did and I didn't know why. I always tried to fit myself into those programs and those styles of eating and training that seemed to work for everybody else 
but never worked for me. And I finally realized that the reason it wasn't working for me was because I was way shorter than the average person that those programs were made for. I'm five feet tall exactly. And I wasn't truly training and eating in a way that aligned with my own body. You see, height plays a role into how many calories we need, how many calories we burn, how much we can safely lift and realistically lift, and our height has a profounding impact on how much we believe in ourselves. So if you are ready to fully accept your short height and let go of those standard programs created for an average-sized person and let go of your self-sabotaging patterns to find ease in your healthy lifestyle, then you absolutely need, need, need to apply for my one-on-one coaching program for women under 5'3". What I have found after going through my own personal fitness journey, going from just an average plain Jane short girl to bikini competition champion and published swimsuit model, and naturally recovering from exercise-induced amenorrhea, and also working with so many petite women over the years in the online space, I found that there are three levels of accountability that we need throughout our health and fitness journeys. From absolute beginner to busy babe, absolutely tired of trying to figure this all out on her own, to advanced macro counting fitness junkie who just wants to touch base from time to time, there is absolutely a level of accountability and strategy for every type of short girl out there. So open your web browser and go to funsize.life coaching to figure out which one of my programs is best for you to live a healthy lifestyle that's customized just for you.